The line that struck me in our gospel today is the word of Jesus to Thomas. Thomas, do you believe because you have seen me? Blessed rather are those who have not seen yet believe. The importance of the gift of faith. The gift, the word faith, although it appears several times in the other Gospels, it does not appear in the Gospel of John. But the verb form of faith, to believe, appears 98 times, which makes us aware of how important this gift is to Jesus. And Jesus is doing with us the same thing that he was doing with his disciples, was to continue to increase and strengthen their faith. And now he's doing it with us. Because faith, as we know, although it is given to us by the Holy Spirit, it is a gift that takes time to permeate all the areas of our life. It takes time for everything in our life to be caught up into this beautiful gift of faith. Since it is so important to Jesus and so extremely necessary for us, if we are going to be his disciples, let us this morning try to understand a little better the mighty gift of faith. First of all, it is a gift of the Holy Spirit, and it is given to every single person that is baptized. Even though there are many Christians who do not live by this faith, this reminds us of the role that our human freedom plays with regard to faith. You and I have the choice every single day. Am I going to live by faith? Or am I just going to live by my fallen human life? Live according to the senses and with my limited capacity to reason and understand. This is the choice set before you and I. This faith, this gift, is what connects us powerfully and intimately to the risen and glorified Christ and all that he came to give us through his cross and resurrection. It is by the gift of faith that all that is in Christ, we have access. It can flow into our life and bless us in so many ways. One thing we need to know about this gift, like the other virtues that God has given us, 
They grow in the face of opposition. They grow in the face of things that we encounter that are opposed to them. The best example I can think of is in sports. Those who are training and conditioning to compete in athletics. Some of the drills and the exercises, we call them resistance exercises because we're pushing against something in order to get stronger. In football, when I was uh, in high school, I played football. And there were these tackling sleds with these pads on. And then, of course, the, co the coaches would stand on them to make them even heavier. So you had to try to push this sled as far as you could. But in pushing it, you got stronger. This is the way the virtues grow in our life. St. Catherine of Siena talks about this. And there are four things. There are four oppositions to faith that you and I commonly experience in our life. Doubt, fear, worry, and anxiety. So when you and I are experiencing doubt, and by the way, it is really important that we respond to the doubts in our life quickly by faith. Because doubts are one of the devil's playgrounds where the devil tries to lead us from doubt to disbelief. So it is very important that we resolve our doubts by making acts of faith. So when I feel doubt pressing upon my life, I push against it by faith. God, I believe in you. God, I trust in you. God, I surrender my life to you. Or when I experience fear, fear pressing against my life, against my heart, I push against it by faith. During the week, if you and I experience anxiety and worry, and good chance we probably will, when we experience those things, we push against them by making acts of faith. It's like exercising a spiritual muscle that gets stronger and stronger. And by the way, I have a few by the ways this morning, anxiety and worry are partly caused by this lack of faith. When you and I fall into an illusion that it's just ourselves alone to face the problems and challenges of our life. We sometimes wrongly think that we're all alone, that it's up to us, that it all depends on me, and I have to fix it. And the minute I make an act of faith, the sky opens and the reality becomes larger when we realize Oh, that's right. It's not just me. It's me and God. And it ultimately depends on God 
even though God will ask me to do things, to cooperate. Okay. Also, it is important that you and I realize that there are two misconceptions with regard to faith. The first one, faith is not a feeling. Faith is not a feeling. It is a virtue. And it's a virtue that can be exercised when the feelings are absent. And secondly, faith does not depend on my ability to understand how God is working in my life. Let me give you an example. We're going through the week on any given day. Maybe we're struggling with different things. We're praying and asking God for help. But I don't feel like God is with me. In fact, I may even question whether God is even hearing my prayers. The question now is, is God with me at that moment when I do not feel his presence? And faith answers, yes. Because faith is accepting what God has revealed, what God is doing, and it's not determined by how I feel or what I'm able to understand. Jesus said, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. And therefore, because Jesus said it, it is, regardless of what I feel. He said, I will not leave you orphans. And God said in the Old Testament, even if it were possible for a mother to forget her child, I will never forget you. And countless times God says, I am with you, I am with you, I am with you. So when you and I feel like God is absent, is God present? Yes. And faith is what allows me to trust in God even when the feelings aren't there. Praise God for that. Another very small example would be, let's say you and I have gone to confession and confessed our sins. And afterwards, or a week later, a few months later, even a few years later, I do not feel forgiven. Am I forgiven? When Jesus says through the mouth of that priest, I absolve you from your sins, they are absolved forever. And nothing can change that. And so if I feel guilty again for those same sins, or I feel like God hasn't forgiven me, that is a lie. And at that moment, I make an act of faith. I believe that your word accomplished what it said, that I am forgiven. Isn't this amazing? The difference that faith makes. And we're going to exercise this faith right now together at the Eucharist. When you and I come forward for Holy Communion, our senses are not going to tell us 
what we are receiving. My senses are going to tell me that that's bread. It's going to look like bread. It's going to feel like bread. And it's going to taste like bread. Is it bread? No. When Jesus says, this is my body, it is. And therefore, we are coming to receive Jesus, not a piece of bread. And the same with the blood of Jesus. My dear friends, let's offer this Mass in thanksgiving for the gift of faith. St. Peter reminds us that this faith is going to be tested day in and day out. But this, this is so that Jesus can increase it, strengthen it, that we may continue to run the race together and achieve the goal of this faith, which St. Peter says is the salvation of our souls. And that is worth everything. Amen?